That fucking Spongebob meme you sent. <laughs> With the ass. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of screenshots of Piak, and it's just like, that's what we've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> the case is Mappa probably just rearranged the order of certain scenes, but people were joking that they had to animate that in just a week after <laughs> yeah. the outrage of fans. Season four, episode four? Is that what we're on? Piak's ass. Roll the theme music. Oh, we're so thirsty, but we cannot drink. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tea Time with Titans Extras, an Attack on Titan as Ben very graciously called it, reaction podcast. Yeah, it's a reaction podcast. I'm Sullivan Harris, the big schnoz titan. I'm watching season four, and I haven't read the manga. I'm Ben, I'm the beard tits and ass titan, and I have read the manga multiple times. I'm Chris, and I don't have a Titan name, and I'm not going to make one up on the fly. That's my Titan name. You're the pizza Titan, according to this week's main feed episode. Hey, go listen to the main feed episode, you fucks. (laughs) Which is out, not yet. It's out tomorrow. Or in two days. It's out Wednesday. Speaking of which, you guys, I feel like you're tricking me into almost saying, like, season four spoilers sometimes. I'm like, they're like, someone said, like, there's no pizza in Attack on Titan. And I'm like, seeing I almost said, like, (laughs) yeah, there is. We just saw it in this last week episode. Oh, I actually completely forgot about that when I said that. (laughs) Today we watched season four, episode four. It's also episode 63 overall. It's called From Hand to Hand, a very low key episode. It's a fun episode. It is. It very much reminds me of I just was rewatching season three with my girlfriend to try to like not be so stupid in the spoiler section of our main feed podcast. And there's this episode right before they go to retake Shiganshina where it's just like everyone hanging out like they're having a nice meal together. And it's very much just like reminding us of all of our characters and all their relationships and stuff like that. And that's what this episode really felt like to me. Maybe a bit more heavy on the plot side, but like most of it is just kind of, you know, the festival, the characters like hanging out, talking to each other. I feel like there isn't a good way to talk about this episode, like in order of what happens, because it's kind of just a mishmash of things there's a lot that goes on that's for sure well we start with falco being he's compared to a golden retriever a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> do we start with the him and aaron stuff no um, so it starts with not his being, name shut the fuck up mr kruger mr so, kruger anyways yeah falco falco's delivering these letters for mr kruger i like this a lot because i don't really know what they're doing here that makes me believe their relationship in such a short amount of time, but you really feel their friendship, Falco and Aaron or Kruger or whatever you want to call him. Hobo Kruger. Aaron. Hobo Aaron. Oh. <laughs> like it feels very genuine, you know? And it's not like we've spent that much time between the two, but you really like feel the fact that Falco wants a friend. Yeah, it's actually it's implied that this has happens a lot. Like Kruger, or like 
Falco keeps going back to see this Mr. Kruger to help. And Mr. Kruger keeps saying like, Hey, can you deliver these letters to my mm-hmm. family? I can't deliver them from inside the internment zone. I think what it is for me, there's the moment at the beginning of the episode where Reiner's like, Hey Falco, where are you going, bud? And he's like, Oh, I forgot something. Yeah. And like, he goes to get the letter and like, there's this, just this look on his face that it's like full props to the animators that you just like see in him. Like you see that friendship and like how happy he is to be doing this for this person. And like, maybe it's something about the fact that he wants so badly to make a difference and he doesn't feel like he's doing that with this armored Titan warrior training. It's just very believable. And I, I like it a lot. We also get, I think it's a little bit later, but at the hospital, Aaron talking oh with his God. grandfather. That was so cool. And I thought he was like a doctor at first. Is yeah. that what they're trying to fool you to think? They're trying to fool you and thinking he's a doctor at this place. He's actually a patient. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. he says he says he practices medicine there. Right. Aaron being able to keep his cool in this situation really goes to show how far he's come as a character. He's sitting next to his grandpa who's like telling him like it's my fault that my son ran off like I forced him to be a doctor this scene it's very artistic the breakdown of Dr. Jaeger just the way he like he's totally normal and then he starts losing it they start flashing into these weird shots of like him like silhouettes of him and his family and like zoom ins on his eyes mm-hmm. and he just starts screaming yeah and like the doctors come over and they're like apologizing to Aaron they're like oh we're sorry we're supposed to have someone with him at all times yeah, and it's like the fact that he like was like a doctor at first and very perceptive and picks up like that he's like talking about Falco and his family. Like almost like, like a psychological Yeah, like he's like being like a therapist right now to Aaron and picking him apart. I, I also think it's interesting the moment where he's like, Ah yes, I also come to this bench to try to find someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what Aaron's <laughs> plan is like was his plan to get to falco like i think he says to falco at the end of his conversation that he's gonna go home after the festival yes yeah. which is like such a fucking callback to barrett holt and reiner constantly saying like we're gonna go home i'm gonna return to my hometown yeah i think he actually does use that word home i think he- absolutely yep. aaron's family past generation still being alive and being like characters that could be introduced is just such a concept that wasn't in my mind whatsoever. Like even towards the end of season three. So like seeing his grandparents and like even seeing, like we had the scene where Zeke saw his grandma and stuff too, right. In a previous episode. Yeah. He, he, he was like hugging them and he was like grandpa, grandma. It's just so bizarre and nonchalant. It makes me wonder if, they're going to play a bigger role going forward. Like if Aaron is going to like maybe try to bust him out or something of Marley in this whole situation. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Kidnapping. uh, We also have all the stuff with the Tiber family. Yeah, the Tiber family is finally introduced. All of the stuff with like the privately held Titan is just as cool as I thought it would be. Like I love the fact that no one knows which one of them is the Warhammer Titan. What the hell does Sullivan think right now? Which one's the Warhammer Titan? Oh, fuck. Is there, like, anything that would give it away? Like, you don't have to tell me what it would be if there is, but, like, is there anything I should have picked up on? I won't say anything. Damn it. Uh, I mean, like, my gut says it's Willy just because 
Just the something about the way he talks about it makes me think like, oh, okay, it must be him. And we also just don't really know any of the rest of them too much. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine they would give it to one of the little kids, but then also like in a strategic sense, maybe that would be the smartest person to give it to if they're trying to like hide it. Hide well, it, it hasn't yeah. stopped Marley before. I was about to say, it doesn't yeah, stop exactly. the warrior program. So... Uh, I don't know. I guess that would be like maybe my two guesses. It's either Willie or one of the little kids is like a fucked up kind of tactic of hiding it. <laughs> so when uh, Magoth knocks on the door and the door is opened by like these like mercenary type dudes, yeah. they're fucking huge. They are. And they have funny hats. And I'm wondering so- if like there must be like some like experimentation with like maybe some Titan type genes they can splice to have like superhuman oh. guards or some shit. <laughs> his father was a titan and his mother was a human. <laughs> <laughs> They're making people fuck titans or titans fuck people. Now that'd be interesting because like we see them so much experimenting with titans within the walls and it's like they've just like known about and have had control over titans in the main world for such a long time that it's like, what kind of fucked up experiments have they run? Like, that's an interesting thought. For like a hundred years, Marley's held the powers of the Titans. Yeah. yeah. It's like um, the Paradisians are banging rocks together, but they have like science kits over here so they can actually. Exactly. I just kind of interpret it as they're like Eastern European build. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's like, they say that the Tiber family is like really running the show in Marley. Right. Yeah. Which is very bizarre considering how Eldians are treated because they are Eldians. Yeah, very weird. It, it's kind of like uh, para, like if an equivalent situation would be like if the Third Reich was like entirely run by Jews, like for yeah, example. Exactly. It, which is kind of making me suspicious. Like, do they have some sort of like bigger plan in mind, like a long scale plan to free Eldians but like they just know that they couldn't do it at the moment or are they genuinely just like super into the idea of Marley because I feel like there is something hidden under the surface of the time. and also it's kind of reminiscent to me of like the Rice family pulling the strings in the shadows oh yeah 100% like, like the Tiber family is the one in control yeah and like similarly the Rice family like was bizarrely non-malicious it was just like that weird thing of whoever got the memories like didn't like want things to change, but everyone else wanted things to change. So Yeah, it was King King Fritz's will, is what they called it. And then there's also uh remind me of the guy's name that goes Ma- Magath. Magath, yeah. yeah, the commander. There's like a weird relationship between the two of them, the way they talk to each other. I don't know. There just seems to be something deeper than what is being said explicitly on the surface something willie says is it's either willie or magoth i don't remember who but they say war for marleyans only exists in newspapers yep that was magoth yeah and they're talking about how the people hate eldians how if eldians are the ones eating the bullets that's fine for them Mm mm-hmm and they also mention like their march towards war their endless march yeah, you kind of Magath is getting like a lot of like anti-war sentiments here, which is like making me think that there's like maybe some secret plan for them to try to take over Marley. And I'm wondering if 
it is kind of like the friend of my enemies is my friend, you know, or my fr- the friend, whatever the fuck, you know, what, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. The but enemy it's like, of my enemy is yes. my friend. The Marleans want to get the founding Titan to just have like complete control, right? And I'm wondering if the Tiber family is maybe agreeing to all of this so they can get the founding Titan to finally like free Eldians from under the thumb of the Marlins. But I don't know, because like we know so little about the Tiber family and we just met them. We know a bit, like I feel like it tells a lot about a person that they're going to make a big announcement through a play. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the whole deal, right? They're going to them to be like, yo, we want to use the Warhammer Titan to go to Paradise and get the founding Titan. And they agree. And like, they're basically like, we're going to announce our big plan at the festival and we're going to do it by holding a play. Yeah. And Willie also says something along the lines of we'll tell the world the truth. Yeah. And I guess that's pretty much all that happens there. Right. We learned, I don't know if we had known about this before, but like the Marleyan hero Helios or whatever. Helios. Yeah. Is that new? That's new. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if it's like Helos or Halos or something. Yeah. And is this just like a regular ass person? According to the legend. Oh, I wonder if it's an Ackerman. According to the legends that this is some person. Um, that's all we get, basically. And like the just idea, the idea is that back in the day, the Warhammer Titan and this like Marlane superhero teamed up to get the powers of the Titans, right? Like take down King Fritz and all that shit. I don't know if how much of the story is given. I feel like the story was that the Warhammer Titans given to the Tiber family as like this is your consolation prize for defeating king fritz okay um but okay. i don't really know how it's portrayed i'm gonna have to rewatch this episode i'm gonna have to rewatch all the episodes in this like week break we have just to kind of collect my thoughts a bit better but that's basically what happens there and then like the other part of the episode is the festival which is just very fun and cute no 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 because we have the little party where like so they're like holding like a cocktail party with all the nations they have taken over right yeah, there's a bunch of ambassadors from like all over the world. And interestingly, we start we're seeing like races we've never seen in the show before. Like we're seeing mm-hmm. darker skins. We're seeing people that seem to like actually be from like a Japan or like a Japan type place, you know? Yeah, you kind of mentioned this in Tea Time Titans, I don't even know, like episode four or five or whatever. And I couldn't say anything at the time. I said, there's an answer that we haven't seen any races at this point. Like mm-hmm. there is a reason to that for that. And now we're finally seeing it. They exist. Right. We've just seen the, we've only seen parodies for the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. So that was neat. And like, there's the, the weird moment where the dude comes out and he says, like, he basically did what I did and was like, the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. And everyone's like, what the <laughs> fuck? I don't know. It's like this dark tone at this party. Cause it's like these people that they've, conquered but then at the same time they seem to have like a all of them have like a rapport with willie even though yes they've been overtaken by marley it it was funny to see like we have the whole slapsticky bit with the uh warrior recruits being waiters and they're like treating it like a military operation yeah like there's glasses to be filled quick they meet like the nice i guess japanese or just like eastern lady from the nation of hizuru i think they name drop that That sounds right yeah they yeah. Hizuru. what's the kid with the black hair's name udo. udo udo he like spills some wine on her kimono and she covers it up and is like bro they would have killed you if they <laughs> had to like if that if that if they'd known you did that 
And like, I wonder mm-hmm. if she's going to play a bigger part going forward. Like all of these heads of the other countries seem like they probably are. There's probably something with them. They've got like designs, you know, they've, they've got made character designs going on. Yeah. There's some like fat <laughs> people that are like, oh, devil bloods are touching our plates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, Though I feel like this is a conversation we've had before in Attack on Titan that you really can't distinguish main characters from side characters <laughs> yeah, because true. everyone is so fleshed out. Everyone looks good. But yeah, so that whole scene like made me think, oh my God, it's like, is everyone in on this? Like this insurgent plot to possibly overthrow Marley? Like that's where my head's at right now. Because they all like Willy, but they were all taken over by Marley. I don't know. My mind's going wild. Like th- this episode, not a ton like happens you know but so much is like given like there's so much food for your imagination yeah so then we go to the festival stuff and uh it's just adorable all of them being like this is what a festival is and like they're all super intense about it (laughs) shoving the ice cream in gabby's mouth (laughs) and she's like oh my god it's like the scene of like mikasa just like putting bread in Aaron's mouth but now it's like a joyful Mm -hmm. tone to it (laughs) and yeah all this stuff is super fun of them like whimpering over the food and then reiner just like buying them samples of everything i was about to say you notice reiner in the background paying (laughs) for everything wallet open (laughs) even piak and galliard are there then which i will mention that's actually an addition um from the manga it was just the warrior cadets and reiner and Isayama specifically requested mappa to make like the warriors like feel closer so like piak and galliard have been added to scenes that they weren't initially in i like that the little moment where reiner sees them all like happily eating their pizza or whatever and he just gets like a the tiniest smile across his face is so sweet (laughs) i'm trying to remember the order in which things happen because there was also there was more shit before this like falco beating gabby in a race right like his conversations with aaron has kind of like given him more drive to beat gabby and like you know try to save her from this fate because we first get we get in this like war planning room where reiner's like talking about everything he knows about parodies oh right and he's the, like the, yeah the marley in general is like what are you trying to say and reiner's <laughs> like nothing at the moment i'm just telling you what i know and he's yeah. like oh letting an eldian speak i should have known yeah and he's like dude all of your ships have been destroyed let me help you out here <laughs> But then you get the warriors hanging out on the ledge talking about like, so we're really going to get invade parodies, huh? Mm-hmm. And then they're watching the little cadets. And then I forget who points it out. They're like, Falco overtook Gabby. Yeah, that kind of comes to a point when they're all like talking about it later with like the guards at the door to the Eldian camp. Yeah, I really like these guards because they're, they're Marleyans, but they like they like interact with the warrior cadets, like just treating them like children, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like reminiscent of like Aaron and Hannes. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember exactly what's said because like the whole interaction was very funny, like as far as what the guards say. But like Falco has the moment where he finally admits like, I'm not doing this for me, dude, because Gabby's like, you're already an honorary Marleyan. Why are you trying so hard? Right. Like your older brother is going to inherit the Beast Titan. You're good for life. And he's like, dude, I'm trying to save you. And Gabby goes over her head. What? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. And the guards are just like commentating the whole time. Oh, she didn't get it. But then like the festival, they see like the the stage being built up where mm-hmm. they're going to announce the thing. And there's like a little moment there. And that stuff is all very reminiscent of like Nazi Germany. Yeah. Magath and Tiber are talking again. They're having another little interaction there. 
I love their interaction because they're like oh. speaking in code. Yeah, they're like doing the when two people meet at a diner and they like sit in separate booths and are like, don't look at me. Like they're kind of having that energy. Yeah. I forget what they say though. They start with like large scale demolitions are necessary. Oh, or something yes, like yes, that. yes. Yeah. And then Magath is like, yep, it's decayed beyond repair. And I think he's talking about the military at this point. Ooh. Magath hands him a little booklet or something. Willie reads it and then hands it, hands something back to him or hands it back and says, the military is now yours. And then Willie starts talking about holding the wheel of Marley. Like, oh, he's like, yeah. Now that the wheel's in my hands, I see why no one's ever tried to steer it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm just the fucking guy that got stuck with it, you know? Yeah. And I, I can't even think of, we've heard a speech similar to this in like season three where it's like, I wouldn't choose this. No one would choose this, but the responsibility fell on me. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. I think that's Is the, that Kenny? it's Kenny's friend, the, the rice guy who Kenny is friends uh, with. Yuri? Yuri, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Yuri. They're like sitting by the lake and they're like having a little heart to heart and Yuri has that whole speech to Kenny. They're having a lover's quarrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the episode just kind of ends with Gabby being dragged out of the festival, <laughs> drunk on food. Yeah. Oh, uh, before we leave their coded conversation, they end with something like uh magath says the house was in danger of collapsing Mm. but some pillars remain usable yeah Uh, and then he says according to them like specific like them i don't know who them is according to them the house is already infested with rats and i'm wondering if that is them talking about eldians and how marleans view eldians the house is crumbling but there are still some pillars i'm thinking that mean the still some pillars means like there's still some good people like magath is realizing willie right. is on the good guy side mm-hmm. oh fuck. i'm gonna have to watch this fucking episode again when i read this conversation in the manga i was like fuck this is cool so i read it like a bunch of times over to try to see like that's right, exactly this- what i feel i'm like like, I gotta dig deeper into this because there's some meaning there that I'm not understanding, but is so clearly there. Yeah. I mean, this is just what I'm understanding. That makes sense. Yeah. I wonder if it's like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I what just the hell don't know. Think? Uh, we'll get there at the end of the episode, maybe. <laughs> I'll yeah. keep thinking. But yeah, so Gabby gets like dragged off. We get, I, I think, for the maybe the first time. Yeah, for the first time this season, like the the music for the credits kind of bleeds into the action of the episode a bit. Which Not the first fun. time the episode um, did the same thing when we saw that mysterious figure at the end, some guy in a suit. Oh, oh, and also, I'm doubling down on the fact that that's Jean because I rewatched season three, and there's a part where Jean is like sneaking into town when like the the survey corps is on the run, and he's wearing an outfit that's very similar to that. Like the overcoat with like the hat. So I'm doubling down. Then we have an after the credits, which is a very long after the credits. And it is bizarre to me that this is an after the credits. Like this just seems like it should have been in the main body of the episode. Like it seems very important. I feel like they're going to just show it again. Maybe. Yeah, I think it'll just play it again. Like it's more like just a teaser. But still, this is such a good teaser for the end. Like it's cool. (laughs) So it's like they're all like hanging out, getting ready for this like theater production. And Falco's like, hey, Reiner, I got to show you something. And 
I don't know. He's like, hey, Magath, is that cool? And Magath, I think, is like, yeah, you got like Zika. an hour. Zika's like, you got time. Yeah. And Falco like drags him down like all these corridors and down this like staircase into this basement, funnily enough, where Kruger, a.k.a. Aaron, is waiting. And he's just like, Reiner, it's been four years. And then Reiner's like, Aaron, what? <laughs> Nothing. Are you still being an <laughs> asshole? <laughs> I just Mr. said, Kruger. we don't know if it's Aaron. <laughs> Reiner just, Reiner just said Aaron. But Shut the fuck Reiner. up. Reiner is racist like you are. I'm not racist. That's the problem. <laughs> Reiner has PTSD. I bet he sees Aaron every day. Yeah, he sees him and he sees him in the trees. Oh my God. But the, and he <laughs> says like, let's are, talk, right? The trees are monologuing. Yeah, some, something like that. <laughs> the trees are screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> the trees are trying to exterminate all the Titans. Oh, this feels like such a natural progression of Aaron's story arc from like going from the kid that was just like screaming wildly at everyone to just being like, all right, let's sit down and talk man who killed all of my friends and family you know it makes me very excited now we have to wait two weeks to find out what happens next but i do have a what the hell Sul does sullivan think and here is my hope my hope is that the play that willie tiber is gonna put on is actually just all the 104th members plus hanji and levi putting on a funny little show before they attack <laughs> I think that'd be a good bit. I'm still waiting for that Paradisian food truck. <laughs> yeah, that they all burst out of. Yeah, the festival was nothing like what I expected it to be. I did expect the ending of this episode to be a bit more explosive, and the fact that it's calm makes me even more excited. When I when I got to the credits and I'm like, mm, that's not where I expected it to end. I thought it would get a little bit further. Then I saw the after credits and I'm like, that's exactly the moment I knew mm -hmm. it was going to end. It Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, that's exactly where I knew it was going to end. I have a feeling I know where the next episode is going to end, but we have two weeks for that one. Oh, jeez. There's a lot of really good cliffhanger points in this season. Uh, something I want to mention before I forget. It's weird that Willie and the family doesn't have to wear armbands. Oh, I didn't notice that. When Willie's at the dinner and he finishes his speech, he is talking about that he has arrived at one single solution. And I don't like the term solution oh. being used here. <laughs> no, one, one might say the final solution. <laughs> It's like undeniable that the extermination of Eldians is in the air in this arc. Yeah. Oh, that is gross. Because that's the thing. I have no idea where Willie's mind is at, and I'm so fucking confused and scared. I'm like nervous. A little detail Udo throws out in this episode is he talks about like being in an internment camp in another country and he's like, yeah. Marley mm -hmm. makes it seem nice. It's like yeah. nice to be in Marley compared to other countries. Which like Ymir, I'm pretty sure was from another country and you saw how that went. Or at least a country that Marley took over, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really think this is going to go one of two ways and like the first way i think this could go is where my original head was at like maybe all of this is going to explode and it's going to be like aaron is putting Ryder on the spot like he's going to be like right now we are taking this shit over so like make your choice like you're either with us or against us and it's kind of like he's like kind of forcing him into a decision or it could go like the calm way where like Aaron is literally just going to sit down with him for an episode and talk to him and like try to 
get him back on their side well before everything goes down. There's so many moving parts in this part of the show. (laughs) Did you see the title of the next episode? Oh, fuck. What is it? Declaration of War. Right, which is basically what what the the play is supposed to be, right? But it's probably going to have a double entendre. (laughs) I'm assuming. But yeah, that's all I got for this episode. (laughs) It's a good episode. Things are fucking ramping up. All right. If you like our gabbing, you can go listen to our main feed podcast. Uh, It is just called Tea Time with Titans. No extras on the end. We are rewatching the entire show from season one to now with our good friend, Brian, who has never seen the show before. We got social media at Tea Time with Titans on Instagram, at Tea Time Titans on Twitter. If you like us, remember to leave us five PX asses out of five PX asses. (laughs) I guess join us in two weeks. We're going to have a little week break on the podcast, too. That's a a little bit sad but join us in two weeks for the next episode which is declaration of war you said it's called mm-hmm. yeah all right see y'all then adios adios